This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello. Good morning. Do you know that song? I sure hello, do. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome, you guys, to the Give Them La La podcast. I have to say... We are usually very loud in this office, and before it was okay, because like across the hall, we had some like stylists, a stylist that did Katie, we had like a weed company, we've got um, the dudes from Entourage yes. in the building, like chaos, 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 chaos. <laughs> chaos. Chaos, <laughs> chaos. <laughs> um, and now we have this sweet woman who's a lactation specialist. She's going to have mommies coming in here, which I love. And she's got her cute little setup. And I'm seeing like the little scale that you put the baby on. This is so cute. I can't wait to learn all about lactation. Lactation is, it's like, it's not easy. And also it's not something that every baby is into. Not every baby wants to be on the boob. And some mamas don't have milk come in. Anyway, we'll save that topic for another day. But... (laughs) I may be a little bit quieter, although she just moved in, so maybe I'll be buck wild until I can't be because we got new mamas coming in. I want to tell you guys what I learned on TikTok. So I got on the TikTok. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. The TikTok. Um, And I saw this dog trainer who specializes in training um, bully breeds, which are usually barrel chested. You know, like the broad chest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Pitbull, yeah. bulldog. So he was saying, and I want this to like literally sink into your guys' brains. For anyone who has a dog, especially a barrel-chested dog, needs to know this. So he was saying that after you take your dog on a walk, when you get home, you usually immediately put water in front of them because they're panting and that's just like your go-to. Like they need water. He says... You should wait at least 30 minutes before giving your dog water because their panting is their way of cooling off and their tummy is also filling with air in that time. So if you give them water, not only are they like panting, trying to cool down, but they're taking in water, which then causes the stomach to flip and your dog instantly dies. So. And don't you, your mom has We have two pit bulls. Yeah. So I told Easton, I'm like, when you take them to the park and you know, they're, Pablo is like, he's thick. So he oh. comes back panting. And I'm like, you can't give him water. For 30 minutes. For at least 30 minutes. Just until they've calmed down. 
See, I told you, you'll learn so much on TikTok. I promise you're going to love it. I've learned so much <laughs> on the TikTok. Um, the TikTok. The TikTok. I also, I did like, after I watched the documentary, The Blank Scandal, the yes. He Whose Name We Shall Not Mention scandal on Hulu, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I need to turn my DMs back on. It was a lot. I was getting like thousands a day. I decided to turn them back off. If you have a story to tell, you know who to contact. And I want to leave it at that. I talk about that documentary on Sheena's podcast that aired, I want to say, on Friday. So head there. She had a, We had a really good podcast yeah, that it was day great. with it was her great. lawyer, Nima. He was like very smart. Not that I'm shocked. I mean, he went to law school, but... Just the amount of years that he spent in so many different areas. It was like, wow, you are someone who like, I would love to pick your brain just to be informed. It's just the ease of it too. You can tell when someone's like he, the things he talks about with ease that I'm like, I don't even know what that word means. I don't know any of this is just, you're like, oh, you're a genius. Well, it is intense. Yeah. But he's very smart and he's very um, like cool. And oh, driven. he's so cool. So cool. Right? And he's like, I've been doing this for X amount of years. And I'm like, what do you put on that skin, Nima? Oh. <laughs> you're, you're looking like you're not old enough to have done it for that long. <laughs> for real, though. Okay. So before we jump into uh, Vanderpump Rules Part 2 Reunion, I want to talk about what I've been seeing online about Real Housewives of New Jersey, um, Margaret and Melissa. So I was seeing that people were saying um, – that they don't have a storyline. Like, what is their storyline? Teresa's always been uh, Melissa's storyline. And I'm going to say this. We film for a very long time. And, like, let's just use my my time filming, for example. I shared a lot of things. At the end of the day, like, you have no control over what the actual storyline is going to be. For us, this season before Scandaval happened, it was very much the storyline of the season is going to be Raquel and Tom Schwartz making out. That was the storyline of the season. There's always individual ones, and then there's like the overall umbrella of what the season is about. I feel like Margaret and Melissa, and this is maybe an unpopular opinion, I love watching them. Okay. I think they're fantastic. I think Margaret is a little cutthroat, But it's all true. That's why it hurts so much because it's like, oh, when someone speaks the exact truth, it's like, well, that was mean. But it was true. But it was true. Mm -hmm. And some people don't deliver the insults the way maybe you do. Like they're just better at it. Yeah. There's some people where we could say the exact same thing, but my delivery is going to cut 10 times deeper. That's how I feel Margaret is. I don't agree with the fact that they say that Margaret and Melissa have not had storylines. Because I absolutely think they do. And they have no control over what gets edited out. Right. Do you agree with that, Jess? Well, I am going to say yes because I am just going to. I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it at all? No. Ever in your life? No, no, no. I've watched – you're talking about Real Housewives of Jersey, right? Right. Yes. No, I just haven't watched it this season or last season. Oh, that's fine. Because I I started watching Miami and then – The drama is overall the same. Okay. It's Teresa and her new man are having issues with 
Joey, and Mel- Gorga, and Melissa. Yes, okay. They've kind of always had issues since season three when they came on. There were issues that they just couldn't get over. And then we go through like this t- period of time where they're kind of getting along, but certain like they can't shake certain things. And now we're back. I just watched the reunion. It was so good. Was it? Yes. And I'm See, so- I would just watch the reunion, but do I have to? I, I should probably watch the whole season. I don't think you need to watch the whole season. Okay. I think you jump straight into the reunion. The reunion. I'll do that. That's what I would do because okay. I had a tough time watching it this, like the entire season. I just felt there were certain things that I didn't really care about. It was like, okay, got it. I don't need to see an entire three minute scene about this. Right. But I'm still a diehard, right? It was so amazing to watch the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion and be stimulated by it because since Scandaval, I have not been stimulated by reality TV. I've had to go back to like OG episodes of Real Housewives to like really feel get the, the buzz. Get the buzz, <laughs> right? I feel the same way. I am a Kardashian lover through and through and the fact that I did not even know that their new season was premiering. I had no idea. And then, Well, I don't think many people did. And I heard, I heard <laughs> they are not happy about it. I think, uh, who was yes. it? Someone told me that, oh, Katie told me that Chloe had tweeted something about the new season. And maybe every 10th comment was like, yay, can't wait. But everyone was like, no, girl. Scandals. <laughs> no girl VPRs tonight. No girl not happening VPR. That is wild. And the fact that I have not yet watched it, I'm just I feel the same way. It's like I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. We've got Vanderpump. It's I may watch Kardashian. Kardashians for like fall asleep time. That'd be a good, yeah. Because I do like their voices. I like that they keep in like the hustling and bustling of the little trees in Calabasas. <laughs> The peaceful. I like the sound of the giant front door opening and closing. Yep. Wafting the perfect amount of air as they shake a salad. (laughs) I like it. I haven't seen a shaken salad on there in a while. And there's no yelling really ever. Yes. There is not really ever cackling like laughs. It's very just. It's very, uh. I can't even. So you could do Courtney's. I don't so know that I could. I bet you could if you practice, just listen to a couple lines. Lala, I've said it on here before. Lala's, uh, you should be on SNL because she does a I would great. Die. Oh my God, a great. I would die. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You do a great Rachel. A great Rachel. Like Raquel? Yes. Yeah. Of like the movements you do with like when you're saying it, the same tone, same movements. Well, because you just funny. have to move as if you were shaped like a box. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even care. Last week's episode, part two, my dear friend who's now like family sobbing over how Rachel or Raquel could do this to her. And she's like, I feel like I should have written her a note. It's like, you're crazy. It, it's scary. I have so many thoughts. I know. I, I need to. We need to hear all to of your fucking thoughts. Talk about. So we'll we'll dive into that. Okay. But I also want to address Lisa Rinna, the love of my life. I adore her. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. If you don't like Lisa Rinna, like I don't know that I can really fuck with you. Get out of here. Like last season, everyone's like, she. I like her. 
I like when she freaks out. I think she's human. I think that I when she says like, I own it, I own it. It's like it's very true. She does. And her mom died. Her mom died. Yeah. Her best friend, her everything, every memory of from the time she was born, whatever memory she had when she was like the first one ever, three, four years old, is with her mom who is no longer on the planet and you can't open your heart just a little to be like, you know what? I fucking feel for her because I can't even imagine. No, you cannot. Yeah. I've lost a dad, which I was very close to him and my world fell. Like I have never felt that way and God willing, I don't lose my mom for a very long time and will not feel that way until I lose my other parent. It is earth shattering. You don't know how to deal with it. You're Mm. angry. Everything that people say is triggering. You can't believe that the world is still spinning after that happens to you. And you're angry that you see people across, you know, you're sitting at lunch and you're like devastated and you see someone laugh and you're like, how the fuck could you be laughing right now? My mom died. It's a really funky grieving process. So I don't agree with the amount of shit. Well, I, I got the same amount of shit when my dad died. Anyway, she she did an interview and she was talking about how reality TV used to be and how it is now. And just the response is so vile. And I have to say this. I can't imagine that anyone listening to this podcast, my people, would ever act the way some of these trolls do. If you have, like, please stop. It is a TV show. We all signed up for it. So for you to go to an extent of sending someone a message who you watch on TV that is so vile, it's like you, I hate to break it to you, are no better than we are when you send a message like that. In fact, you're even worse because you have nothing to do with this. You have nothing to do with this. And the fact that it's affecting you this deeply makes me a little scared for you. It should. It's very scary and sad. Because the way other people live their lives, who I have no fucking idea who they are, it does not affect me. So please be kind. Anyway, in this interview, she was saying the response is different. She was getting death threats. People were very mean to her. Didn't like it, especially because she really didn't do anything. She was just going with the motions of life. She says in the interview, it's a show. It's a stupid show. Every headline, Lisa Rinna says, or uh, Vanderpump (laughs) says, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is stupid. Oh, goodness. And it's like, guys, I know we're all smarter than this, that she wasn't calling the show stupid. She was saying how it's just a show. It's a fucking show. She could have said it's a fucking show and would have gotten the point of stupid across. Like, in that sentence, fucking and stupid go hand in hand. She's trying to show you that it ain't that deep. She wasn't saying it was stupid. I know that I'm. she's very grateful, I'm sure, for the opportunities that were brought to her. She's killing the fashion game. Yes. She's all over the place. People making fun of her hair. I think it was Milan Fashion Week. I'm like, y'all are bravo. Like, we got to get with the fact that, like, fashion may not make sense to you, but that, like, 70s wig that they put on her mm-hmm. was so fabulous Like, would it be fabulous if I saw her, like, dining at Red Robin? No, I'd be like, this is a little weird. But the (laughs) bitch is in fucking Milan. I know. Being fabulous in head-to-toe designer goods. And I thought it was absolutely amazing. Lisa, So I know that none of my people are dragging things that don't make sense to them because I think you just have an appreciation for it. I appreciate Lisa Rinna. I really do. Oh, I think that is – I've seen this. Let me see. She got dragged. 
How freaking fabulous. That screams to me that screams fashion. It was fashion. Paris Fashion Week. Sorry, you guys. And the reason it screams fashion, I see models walking down the runway with the most like unique looks ever. That's just another unique it look. It was so unique. Yeah. Head to toe Vivian Westwood. I mean, fashion. Put it all <laughs> on me. Don't you want to see these clothes on me? Fashion. <laughs> Living for it. So good. We're all so busy and I know how hard it can be to find some time to work out. It's so easy for me to get completely derailed when it comes to my fitness plan. And if you struggle with the same thing and really want to get your fitness back on track, then Peloton is a great solution. Peloton has thousands of classes to get you moving no matter what level you're at. They've got beginner and advanced rides, feel-good live DJ rides, artist theme rides. There is literally something for everyone. And if staying motivated is your biggest challenge, Peloton's got your back there too. They'll show you the basics, help you take the guesswork out of your workout, and then encourage you to build from there. You can also watch your favorite TV shows and live sporting events while you ride, so you never miss a thing. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. That's onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. Can I just tell you that Etsy gift mode has changed my entire life? There's no more panicking or completely stressing out when I have to find the perfect gift for someone because I'll be honest, I am the worst gift giver ever. And it's been an amazing thing when it comes to Ocean and her birthday because when someone asks me, what can I get Ocean? I can point them to gift mode on Etsy. With gift mode on Etsy, it's so easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life like the dog lover, the concert goer, the fashionista, the reality TV fan, or in Ocean's case, the creative kid. There is literally something for everyone on Etsy. Like I said, Ocean's birthday is just days away and I have found her so many cute things on Etsy. I got her the cutest personalized book specifically for her third birthday and I found this really cool personalized LED neon sign for her new big girl bedroom. And of course, I loaded up on hair accessories and jewelry. A gifting moment is always around the corner. But whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. All right, let's jump into it. Let's, do let's it. jump right into it. So... It starts off with basically where it left off for the first part of the reunion, where I'm telling Lisa she's got to stop. It was strange that, like, she kept telling me, like, Lala, stop it, when this guy is over here calling me a narcissist, which, granted, it was like, okay, I'm calling him one. Like, he's got to fight back. What did I think? He was going to roll over and die? No. But there is a huge difference between narcissism and an ego, all right? I'm not going to school you guys on this because this isn't school, I'm just going to say there's a difference. If you don't know the difference, Google it. I'm going to leave it at that. I didn't hear him say, you pulled your IUD out the second you found out Stassi was pregnant. When I watched that, my heart fell into my stomach. And I won't even lie, like I actually sobbed. Like I did a video and posted it to Instagram. And after I sobbed and my mom was like, consider the source. Look at him. Why do you care? And I'm like, it's not about him. It's about the love that I have for my child. And it could be anybody who speaks about her and you're going to send me into like, I'm going to war rage. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just clarify? Because I thought 
he meant something different by that. I was even confused. I'm like, what does that have to It had do nothing to do with anything. With but, anything. But when people are pushed in the corner, they come out swinging. That's what he was doing. Like Ariana says, he's trying to throw anything at the wall and hoping that it'll stick. And it takes a lot to offend me. So I think he went for the lowest of low to get a rise out of me. And I'm so grateful that I did not hear him say that in the moment because that would have been a full-on spiral. And then they would have definitely had security for real get involved. Right. I am not a violent person, right? I'm afraid of the court system. I want no part of it. But I know that every mom can relate to when someone talks about your child in any way, any way other than your kid is amazing. Thank God you have them. You will rip their eyes out and you won't even know what hit you. Mm -hmm. You become animalistic. Yeah, I... I would imagine yes yeah yes I just I guess I don't understand even him saying it like I grew up with a mom who planned her babies around when her sisters were when her sister was having a baby so I'm just confused I'm like well yeah isn't that what if you have the privilege and like you're lucky enough to be able to do that with friends or sisters I want to do that with my fucking sister that's why I don't understand well it was he can't even conceptualize what family means and what having a child means and the love you have for a child. He can't even process that. And that's okay because I know that he's a narcissist and he was born that way. And there's nothing you can do about it. Even when he has a child, if and when, he will never understand it because this is who he is. For me, I absolutely heard that Brittany was trying, that Stassi was then pregnant. I knew that, I can't remember the sequence, but Sheena was pregnant at the time and lost her baby, which was devastating, and then was, you know, blessed with Summer Moon, who's so magical and was supposed to be here. So I always knew I want to give whatever child, boy, girl, whatever, friends, and I want them to grow up the way I did. And my mom planned pregnancies around her friends that were having babies. So for me, it's like, the fact that you made that, Sandoval, like it was disgusting and like, oh, I want to have a baby. It's like you're so bottom of the barrel like mold. You're the fucking mold at the bottom of a fucking barrel. Yes, because I was just like, what? Is-? It just was almost like you're – I don't, it, that doesn't deserve a response. So I'm very glad. I mean, it deserves a response from you because it was toward you. But it's almost like you are so – like not worth even a second more of my time. I know. And my mom, when I posted, she was like, I just don't want him, if you guys get another season, for him to know that that's a trigger for you. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I was in the heat of the moment, then I'm going to have to start coming for his family. And I'll have a fucking heyday, trust me. <laughs> I'll have a fucking heyday. Don't you worry. <laughs> not the families, you guys. Never go against the family. <laughs> You fuck. No, I was furious. Furious about it. I've calmed down. I've calmed down since then. Okay, so him constantly talking, Sandoval, then wants to talk about me taking accountability. I don't know how many more times I can address, explain, take accountability. What's happening here, and I see it as clear as day. He wants me to be married to my past because it's all he has against me. His past and present are very much together, in alignment, still existing. Now, if there was a moment where it was like, 
Lala has been dating someone who's legally married and they said, but he said he was separated and I'm in the same fucking situation. Then we can bring up my past because the past is very much in the present right now. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. Totally understand. He wants everyone to be married to their past. But the thing is, is we had that shit annulled a long time ago. Like this marriage ain't working. Bye. (laughs) Get out. Never knew ya. Thanks for the shitty memories grown from it so his the incessant need to keep bringing up all of the james sleeping with Kristen. it's like you gotta come off it we live in today today junior right yes and it was like what are you it had nothing to do with the present and i don't know which one of you said it but you're like that's i think it was ariana she's like that's not what we're talking about like it was so infuriating to watch and like you said that's exactly what it is he's bringing up things because that's all he has to cling on to and not even not even i mean this is a whole other thing but like you were also drinking then and you're sober now there's just so many differences and it doesn't even compare we're not living in the same world we're not living in the same world as sandoval and i don't even think he's living in that world in the past he's but not it's all he has it's all he has, all he has. to get yeah. the heat off of him yes but i don't know how many more times we can all answer for things that we did when we were in our 20s it's, ex- it's yeah it's exhausting and like i told him season nine i'm getting off the ride with you i will not get back on it with you what's crazy is tonight's episode they did not send us no <gasps> stop i swear Wait, why? Oh, because the reveal. Yeah, and if you watched last week, which I know we all did, when it shows the preview for tonight, it says, wait until the last five minutes. And it's like, what happened in the last five minutes of this episode that is like so giant that our executive producer would say, don't don't make a decision going forward with this show until you see this. No, I'm so excited. And you guys, I've been behind the scenes begging Lala. I'm like, I know, come on, you have to know. You have to have an idea. Please tell me. I won't tell anyone. She's no, I mean, you have no idea. Or at least that's what you're telling me and convincing me of it. No, they've kept this on the lockdown. I, I, I do hope, here's the thing. Look, it's been explosive. It's been dramatic. It's broken all the records. It's amazing. But now it's like, uh uh-oh, did they play it up too much? And it's going to be like, oh, come on. I hope not. I hope not too. That's the one thing I'm like, you guys are really playing this up. So let's just hope it, or not even hope. I don't even know the word. Because what if it's like bad? And then I'm like, oh, I wish we didn't learn that. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll all see together tonight. We will. And I would not be shocked if they only had certain people in on the editing process of the final. <laughs> well, I wouldn't either after the leak of the trailer. That's no. got to be on lock now, the editing room. That's not confirmed. Yeah. But I'm saying I would not be shocked, especially seeing as they won't even send us the reunion beforehand, which they always do. Yeah. The show airs on a Wednesday. And we usually get next week's episode on Friday. Do you think you're going to get it the day before? You'll get it a little early, no? Or do you think you won't get it at all? I don't. I've been told we're not getting it at all. That I'm going to have to, that we're watching tonight. So we're recording this podcast obviously early. But I haven't, no. And can you announce what is, what you're going to be doing tonight? Tonight? (gasps) Oh, guys. Tonight, I will be doing a watch party. Woohoo. (laughs) Woohoo. 
but I won't be able to stay for the actual episode because I am going to do. Hold on, Easton's calling me. Okay. Hi, TT. TT. He's going to be joining me on the podcast very soon as a little co-host. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, what I was going to say, what were we just talking about? Oh, watch what, yeah. I'm doing Watch What Happens Live tonight with Tamara Judge. I cannot wait. She is back on Real Housewives of OC. It's the happiest, happiest time of year. OC happiest. is back to feeling like OC. I never gave up on it. I watched even when Tamara and Vicky were not a part of it. And Vicky's going to be coming back. I don't know when in the season, but I do know she filmed. And Tamara is like back and she's the most incredible housewife, right? I adore her. And obviously the star, even when she wasn't on OC, it was like, she's still the star. And that's my opinion. <laughs> and I don't care what anyone else's is. I love I love Tamara. Um, but also, I'm just kind of like putting this all together. So do you know what this means, possibly? So everyone listening to this now, Lala most likely will be in the green room at Watch What Happens Live tonight. Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. Watching the episode for mm -hmm. the first time. Yeah. So when you see her on Watch What Happens Live, these will be like raw new emotions. No, for real. I'm so nervous and excited for you. I'm kind of both as yeah. well. Because I believe, if I remember correctly, that when Raquel came out, we were, and I've already said this, I'm going to say it again, we're like vicious dogs. Mm. Like she was, I don't know if she's got the biggest balls in the world. And again, I think balls are very weak. Or if she's just scary. My mom thinks she's clueless. I agree after watching last week's episode, part two reunion. The way even the way that Sheena broke down and it was I mean, everybody was crying, right? Mm -hmm. Ariana was crying. I was like, my friend has been through so much. And when Sheena says, you know, I wasn't able to be present for my daughter, that for me was like gut wrenching because I know that feeling. I remember leaving my situation, having to deal with the custody and legalities of it all. And it was like, how can I like n barely even function with my kid? And over time, you know, Sheena only had to deal with it for two months. I'm almost two years in still still dealing with it. But I feel like I've become numb and it's like my everyday. I think once it's over, it's going to be like, wow, this feels like I really was just like numb and dealing. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel pretty euphoric, right? Yeah. When there's resolution, the way that I think they're is going to be the way that I know there's going to be and for her for Raquel to sit in her trailer and not one tear even on the preview for tonight's episode Ariana sobbing Sandoval pretending to cry <laughs> I wouldn't sob over that it was like come on when do we know I think you need more of the Bernie drops babe more Bernie drops yeah real tears real tears <laughs> You're insane. Just a and she's more just exercise. sitting there like this, looking at them. Well, well, there's something. Looking at them there with black eyes. Something so, not even fascinating, just like dark. And I don't know the word about, those were real tears, or at least I think they were, over the pageants. Yes. Like, pull from the, I mean, it's like, you can, that's why I'm like, even if, I think sociopaths, don't they mimic others' 
uh, emotion. So to me, that's why I'm like, is she a sociopath? Because I would assume she's sitting there and she goes, okay, I got to cry. I got to cry. The camera's on me. And then she could cry. But that's not even happening. I think we would need to dig deep into whoever did the psych evaluations on the cult members of Charles Manson. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. And then we would know what really was going on with Raquel. Mm -hmm. Because I watched a video last night of a girl um, basically saying, I just figured out the comparison. Tom Sandoval is Charles Manson. And Raquel is one of his cult followers. She's the type that would go in, do what Charles told her to do, and or Charlie, and come out and be like, we should get breakfast burritos. Ah, uh, yes. I would love a hot cup of tea. Like, insane. Is that like, yeah, it's like disassociation or there's like. I don't like, know what it it's, is. I don't know. But it's, yes, I felt the same way watching Sheena break down. I'm sitting there crying and I'm like, I know Sheena threw Lala. What is going on? Raquel, I shed a fucking tear because we've seen you cry. We, I, I know people who cannot cry. We've seen her cry over the pageants. Yeah, Cameron so Diaz in the holiday could not cry until she fell in love. Oh, <laughs> Till she fell in love. So now I'm thinking, I don't think Raquel was crying out of guilt. I think she was literally upset about the pageants. And if you look back, going back Mm. to Charles Manson and his cult, he really preyed on women and I believe there were some men who were lost. And he gave them a safe space. And they hung on every word of his because they didn't know any different. For the first time, like she said, I finally felt heard and seen. So I'm thinking that that's kind of the equivalent. Again, did not come from me. I'm just repeating what someone else said. I will not say who that is because she ain't going to get a cease and desist. Or like Tamara would say, assist and desist. (laughs) All right? None of us want to see those. And if you're trying to send them, send them to (laughs) Daryl. So yeah, I... I think I'm backtracking on how I was like, I think she's just a broken person. Yeah, yeah, because I felt that way, but now we're learning more. I do want, I and maybe this is on your list, but I do want to know the feeling because you cried when Sheena got that letter and I want to know like all of that. Like what was behind that? Because obviously it was an emotional moment. Well, and I understood what Ariana, you know, Ariana was heated, right? She was... But she wasn't in it. She's not the one that has to walk into court. She's not the one that's got to call witnesses, deal with a lawyer every day, watch what she says. So when she said, I wish she didn't, we don't want her anywhere near us. And it's like, okay, well, this isn't an us thing. This is a restraining order against Sheena. And should this go through, this will be a black mark forever. And should she ever violate it, she could face jail time. Now, Sheena didn't do anything. But at the end of the day, like I said, the court system is a bitch. And I was happy that Raquel dropped it because I knew that Sheena could not eat. She couldn't sleep. Whenever I saw her, she was vacant because I just knew that this was on the forefront of her mind. I knew that Summer had, you know, started hyperventilating because she called, Sheena called me very upset. She was like, I accidentally had a breakdown in front of Summer and she started hyperventilating. And I was like... Raquel, you stupid fucking bitch. To cause all to of To cause this to someone who 
who has done nothing but defend you, go to bat for you, giving you a home. Brock's family was coming into town. They were going to stay at their old apartment and Raquel left it dirty, no toilet paper. You're a fucking filthy, disgusting mess. You know, raised in a barn. Like, what the fuck? Like, Sheena took care of that girl. For her to do that to her and take time. Like I told Sheena, you can fuck with us all day long. The second you do something that doesn't allow me to fully be present with my daughter, it's unforgivable. Yeah. And then to go like it was nothing after Sheena's gone through all of this pain. And then to go, I regret it. Oh, this is like uh, however long of oh, just just a throwaway like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to drop it. Great, good decision, but Sheena just went through whatever, days or weeks of this, like, pain that you caused willy-nilly. Yeah. Just, ah. Yeah. No, it was. That was heartbreaking to watch. Yeah. Yeah, and then obviously you felt for her because you, is that the, you said, you told me, I think, was that the one and only time you cried during the whole reunion? Yeah. Yeah. The only time I cried was when I was talking the scene where Lisa tells me like the angry side and it's like, don't call me angry. Don't call me angry. I'm not angry. I'm tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I use my words. Well, I don't like that. I, I mean, nobody, it's like the, the woman like, oh, she's an angry woman scorned. It's like, no, no, no. When us chicks got to deal with that every single day. Yeah. We've talked about this. Mm. Even in the court system, the mom is volatile. She must be on her period. She's bitter. She's scorned. She's mad that she got cheated on. She's mad because she doesn't get to live the lifestyle anymore. There are women where it's like, okay, but they're few and far between. A woman doesn't step into a courtroom and is willing to spend her entire life savings to protect her child because she got cheated on. Right. It's not how this works. We're not angry, bitter, or scorned. We are aware. We're concerned. We're tough. We're strong. We're vocal. Learn how to fucking speak to me. If you want to label me, you better label me correctly. All right? Go on. All of us. All of us chicks. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking label us. Unless you want to label us correctly. You want to call me a bitch? You better put bad in front of that. (laughs) Because yes, I'm a bad bitch. I'm that bitch. So my Dash Pass saved the day yet again. I was out of Ocean's favorite snacks. So I opened up DoorDash ordered them from the grocery store, and had them delivered. Have you heard about Dash Pass? No? Well then, let me educate you, because DoorDash and the Dash Pass are not just about food delivery. It's so much more than that. Dash Pass members get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. And that's on everything, from groceries to drinks to personal care items, DashPass basically pays for itself in like two orders. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to experiences and promotions and even exclusive menu items. And you get all of that for just $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash. Use code LALA24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. Subject to change. Terms apply. So open the door to $0 delivery fees and more. Sign up for Dash Pass today. Only on DoorDash. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for the Dash Pass with code LALA24. Subject to change. Terms apply. 
When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about, whether it's a snow-capped mountain, white sand beaches, or even a hometown visit. We all have that happy place. I know for myself, Easton, my mom, and I think Jessica too, that place just became Hawaii. We had such an amazing time there last fall that I think it's going to become a yearly trip. The beautiful beaches, the amazing food, and the fact that we completely chill. I'm not sure it gets any better than that. Whatever your happy place is, Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. So we rented our car in Hawaii through Priceline. And if I told you how much money we saved, you would not believe me. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to $625 when you book your flights and hotels together. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you can't find anywhere else. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. It's no um, secret that I don't dig pageants. I don't. I know I have people around me who are in pageants. This is not a direct insult to them because I know I have a lot, not a lot, but I have friends who are in pageants. I have friends who have been strippers or are still strippers, you know, get it how you live, baby. And they're Strippers, they fucking have each other's backs. Mm, love that. Yeah, fucking ride or die. Yeah. The pageants, I do have a couple people in my circle who were pageant girls who are beautiful souls, right? As beautiful on the inside as they are on the outside. When it comes to Raquel, you put her in a pageant and for many years, the competition had to do with who's prettier, who looks better in a bathing suit, who looks better in a gown, And it's the most unhealthy competition you could possibly place your daughter in. I can't even believe they still exist. I think they're absolutely fucking mortifying. Yeah, I know. You know, like, whatever happened to competition in, like, a soccer game? Mm -hmm. You know? Or, like, a singing competition. I'm all about healthy competition between women. Jobs, dancing, singing. The fact that we have competitions based on beauty is absolutely repulsive. So you have to remember, she's been in competition mode with women in an unhealthy way from the time she was yay high. You know, and she claims it's because she wanted to put herself out there and be better at speaking, go into acting or something, join debate team. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And if you notice, you know, she's very into appearance. Like the night we were in Las Vegas... The Havasu trip, she was so fucking wasted and comes in the next day with a full face of makeup on. And I was like, what is going on? That's why I go, wow, you look so great. Because <laughs> I was like, last night, you were like trying to like blow the fucking, you were trying to blow the Paris up with tinfoil in the microwave. <laughs> and now you got a fresh set of mink lashes on. What the fuck? Not the fresh set of mean glasses. She should have been rolling in there looking like a troll like any of us would the next morning. Absolutely. It was all about appearance. Keep in mind, on the way to Havasu, we pulled off to get food and she claims we were so mean to her at this diner that we stopped in at. I was like, you literally were vomiting in the bathroom the whole time. We were asking you if you were okay. We ordered you food. We ordered you a soda to try and like sop up some of the alcohol and then we put you in a booth behind us to go to we didn't exile you 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 needed to lay down yeah you're insane 
And there's nothing worse than being so hungover and sick with full glam on. Nothing. That sounds like a nightmare. I would rip my face off. 100%. (laughs) And I was like, now you look rougher than you would have if you didn't wear makeup because you got the mascara. You got one eyelash kind of fucking blowing in the breeze. (laughs) Like, what are we doing? (laughs) I can't relate. I could never relate to her. And I tried so freaking hard. I was like, Lala. You really connect with everyone. I'm not getting it. Can you please just like figure this out? And I'd sit there and have a battle with myself. Like, yeah. she fucking sucks. She's not relatable. And then it was like, no, you can do it. You can do it. And it was really an internal battle of mine for a really long time. Well, now you don't have to. Night's so nice. <laughs> and then when Andy asks her, Andy's face while she's talking. I enjoyed that. And sometimes I'm like, Andy, not the face. Because sometimes he'll ask thing on things. I love Andy. I'm obsessed with him. But sometimes he'll ask things on Watch What Happens Live. And as the person's answering, he like starts to give. And that no, would make it. me fucking panic. No, I love it. If I'm answering a question and Andy's giving me that look, I would go, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. Sorry. What am I saying? But I love it. And But when he was doing it to Raquel, I was like, yes, Andy, with the looks. Well, if you watch the like uncensored um Peacock version? Yes, because they cut this out of the Bravo version. He says to her, "Did you? was there a part of you that thought this was going to work out? And she gets this big grin. And the Bravo version, she goes, I was living in my own reality. And they cut it at that. In the Peacock version, she goes, you know, my hope was that, like, he would break up with Ariana and then we could start dating. And I'm, like, the lack of... And everyone sits there and they're like, she's 28. She's 28. If she were 23, great. 25, 26, 28, I can only go back to what I can relate to. 28 years old, I had lost my dad. I had gotten sober. I had become a stepmother. There's no fucking excuse. 28, you're a grown-ass woman. You know better. When your frontal lobe is fully formed by 25. You start thinking about consequences. (laughs) And to think that they were just going to break up and then Raquel and Sandoval were going to start dating. And you didn't think that Ariana would be like, why are you like, you're my best friend and you're going to date my ex-boyfriend? Or were you like, I want, I feel like I want to interview her. I need to see tonight's yeah. episode. I want to know what the one-on-one was like. Obviously, I, I'm like, I could do it. Andy Cohen is like the best of the best at interviews. That's why he does Kardashians. He mm. does all reality because he, he asks the hard questions. I really want to know what her game plan was, if she even thought about it, because maybe she didn't. I I mean, there's n- there's no world, right, in which, because I'm just putting two and two together, her being like, we didn't think she really, she, we thought she, they were, she was ignoring it, choosing to ignore. So in my mind, I'm like, did she really, really think like, well, she's choosing to ignore it, so she's not yes. going to care. Well, she says that. Uh, so when... She we- said, it sounds like you're blaming her. And yeah. she doesn't even say, no, that's not what... Like I, but I'm like a, I like to think I'm a normal, she was like, yeah, at the time that's like where my head was at. And for me, it's like, okay, that's how you justified it. Like she doesn't want to know if she wanted to know, she'd dig harder. She'd ask more questions. She wouldn't believe what he's telling her. You know, she kind of just believed what he was telling her at face value. Because she yes. trusted you guys. that's what I you do. I loved you. Both. If she didn't trust either of you, you wouldn't be her best friend and he would be her boyfriend. What the fuck are you talking about? 
Well, it's, it's that's, that's, I, she's, it's survival or whatever it is where she's telling herself, that I don't know what it is because I, I don't even claim to know the mind of someone like Raquel and I can't comprehend it. But it, that's all I can think. It, she's telling herself these things. So she doesn't break down, hopefully, because if she really let herself face it, she'd maybe, if she's got a soul in there, break down and be like, what the fuck have I done? What did I do? I think we're well past that point. And if there have been tears shed behind the scenes, it has nothing to do with how she affected Ariana and the rest of the friend group. It's more so, what did, how do I look now? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's wild. I think she will absolutely come back. If there's another season, she will come back. The only way she wouldn't is if her family puts her in a fucking bunker and doesn't mm. allow her to come out. I think that's the only way that she wouldn't return. I just I just don't see her returning to the to the reunion and then deciding not to come back. There's no world. I would have seen her. I would have been like, oh, if I would have had to guess, she's definitely got, not going to go to the reunion, but she'll be back for season 11. But she went to the reunion. I don't think there's any world in which she decides herself not to come back. I think she's like, let me redeem myself, season 11. Well, I've heard, okay. I've heard Give us the tea. Give us the tea. that communication has been happening. I don't know if it's between this side of things and her team mm. direct but i've heard that communication is open it's alive and well and happening but that doesn't mean much you know because until someone appears with a camera in front of them doesn't really matter i'm so excited for tonight i can't even tonight's i'm excited too i'm actually nervous cuz usually if i get it a few days before i can like start mentally preparing and there's no that's why I'm kind of nervous for Watch What Happens Live tonight. You are? A little bit. Okay. Because it's going to be so fresh. I will have just seen it. And usually I watch and I kind of, I go through the emotions of it and reliving it and kind of go through it foggy. And then I have to rewatch and then I rewatch again to make my podcast notes. And then I watch again live. So I've, with all the episodes, I watch them like four or five times before it actually By the time it actually airs. Yeah. And it's also fun to watch it 500 times and know what's coming. And then to watch it with a group of your friends who haven't seen it and see their reactions. Yeah. Because you wonder, is my my, like jaw on the floor because I was there? Or is what they said just as bad as how I'm taking it? And so when you watch other people who are outsiders watch and they're like – clutching their pearls and gasping you're like oh shit yes because I think your reactions are probably less than a lot of us a lot of us because you were there or you heard about it and you still react crazy now times that by 10 and that's how most of us are reacting this is what I'm going to say to you guys yeah let's hear it there is a comment that Sandoval makes tonight that will show who this person is and I think he's going to need security for a while. And you know this will air? I know it'll air. Okay. It's, I know it will air because when Sheena and I went to the FYC event for, which is for your consideration, it was the like Emmy event for NBCU and they showed like I think six or nine minutes of the final Reunion, which is tonight. Okay. And they were like, we saw the clip of Sandoval saying this. And they were like, I'm disgusted. 
It's so funny how someone can do what he was doing this entire time on the reunion, pretending to cry, doing that whole thing. And then he delivers a line like that. And you're like, wow, whoever ends up with you, I'm so sad for them. Yeah. Like very sad for them. And so happy for my friend. Before we sign off, I also want to say this because I knew that this would be a headline somewhere. It wasn't really, but when I listened, I was like, oh, fuck. Last week's episode, I was talking about Ariana and her thriving and doing all of that and saying that she became background noise to Sandoval. And that, I know that most people didn't take it that way because I didn't see much about it. That was absolutely not an insult. What... I was saying, because I can relate to it, when you deal with someone like Sandoval, they are exhausting. You become background noise. You fade into the distance because you just cannot. I mean, even Schwartzy is background noise against Sandoval because you just can't go up against someone like that because you're just tired. So that's where I was coming from. I texted Ariana after last week's episode and I said, I just want to tell you, I fucking hate your ex. I'm so glad that you're out here being the star that you fucking always been because he stifled your fire. And I freaking stand by that. I have been, even though Ariana and I have, you know, gone from, you know, chomping cookie to to (laughs) not so great. Like, I really have so much love for her. And the way that I've looked at her, just her talent. I mean, she's a phenomenal dancer. That bod hit different. Stunning face. She's intelligent. She has it all going for her. And it was so devastating to watch after coming out of my own situation because I started realizing what men are kind of like my ex and Sandoval is one. And I was just like, God, I said, I'll watch what happens live. We've got to get Ariana out of there. And now we did. And she's thriving, living for it. Um, All right, my loves, I hope that you have a fantastic hump day. Make sure if you drink, you drink responsibly. Don't drive. I love you so much. Enjoy tonight's episode and I will catch you. Make sure you watch Watch What Happens Live too. Love you. Catch you next week. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.